The Athletic Podcast Network is supported by the Quip Electric Toothbrush, the Tesla of toothbrushes. Most people's oral care habits could be better. We often brush for less than two minutes and use old, worn-out bristles. Quip makes having a fresh, healthy mouth easy and convenient. Their electric toothbrush pulses every 30 seconds, so you clean your mouth evenly. And they deliver brush head refills every three months, like dentists recommend. Get your first refill free at quip.com slash listen. That's quip.com slash listen. Welcome to Gross Point Blank on The Athletic. I am Josh Gross, joining you every week as we do talking about the world of mixed martial arts. Plenty to discuss coming off a big week, UFC in Houston, Texas. John Jones defends his UFC Light Heavyweight Championship against Dominic Reyes. Boy, if you listened to the show last week, you knew that I liked Dominic Reyes' chances of winning that fight. You knew that I gave him a real good shot of pushing John Jones to the brink. You knew that Dominic Reyes might have had what it took to beat John Jones. All of that, I think, still rings true in the aftermath of what was a memorable, and not for all the right reasons, UFC. In the end, John Jones holds on to his title. The judges, we're going to get to all that. Texas, we're going to get to all that. I certainly want to share my thoughts on the weekend that was over the course of this podcast. I, I think the most important place to start, and there's been so much discussion now in the aftermath of uh, again, another sort of ugly, jarring, judging moment in the UFC and mixed martial arts at large. That the discussion around this thing sort of keeps coming back to places that we've been before. I've seen so much talk online about, well, we have to change the criteria, or uh, the judges don't know what they're doing, or the commissions can't do math, or the regulators don't appoint people who are up on what they should do, or the regulators don't use the criteria that they should be using. Uh, this, this is, uh, I don't, are you as tired of it as I am? This sort of carousel of nonsense around judging that the sport has had to deal with that mars fights like this? Instead of talking about a challenger who took on maybe the best fighter of all time in mixed martial arts, pushed him to the brink, came out aggressive, wanted to fight, wanted to bring it to John Jones, Instead of talking about that, instead of talking about John Jones' ability to defend and move and show his athletic brilliance and his tactical smarts and all the, all the experience that he accrued over the years playing out over a 25-minute fight, instead of talking about that stuff, we are talking about judging and Texas and all of this crap. I mean, it's unfortunate, is it not? Of course it is. You're sitting there nodding. Yes, it's unfortunate. It sucks. <laughs> but this this is what we deal with in mixed martial arts. And it's not alone in the combat sports world. Look, boxing's been around forever. Boxing gets terrible decisions. My bottom line on all of this is that, you know why? Because the same people that are running the judging in boxing are running the judging in mixed martial arts, okay? This is why the discussion is so interchangeable and why it never changes and, and, and why it's almost entrenched, right? And it's why on Saturday night as I'm sitting there writing my final thoughts piece for The Athletic, like I, I, I basically glossed over the fact that Texas was terrible. And I, 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 like, I slightly alluded to the fact that the judges were like 
a, a factor in the fight, you know, because I'm numb to it. I, I realized afterwards, and I took some criticism on my piece, and I appreciate that. I appreciate the feedback that we get at The Athletic, the, the subscribers chiming in. I do appreciate it. I really, it means a lot. It's helpful. And I, I was thinking about it. I was like, why didn't I, why didn't I sit there and like hammer the judges? Why, why didn't I sit there and hammer this guy Solis who had a terrible scorecard early in the fight or earlier in the night and then, you know, had this 49-46 for Reyes uh, against, sorry, for Jones, 49-46 for Jones that was so out of place. Why didn't I hammer him on fight night? And I, I think I'm just numb to it. And that's, that's really sad and actually kind of scary. I shouldn't have been numb to it. I alluded into my piece that the judges didn't, in my mind, reflect an accurate picture of what the fight looked like. But I, I get it. That's that's not harsh enough. And it shouldn't be harsh enough. And the criticism that the judges have gotten and the state of Texas has received, I, I think is all warranted. I, I think there's criticism to levy to other places as well. Why is the UFC going to Texas? This is not the first time that a UFC main event in Texas has been marred by bad judging. This is not the first time we've seen it. Texas's history of these things in combat sports, especially MMA, is well documented. This is the place that licensed Kimbo Slice and Dada 5000. So there's a lot here that you can gripe about and whine about and feel like you have something to say. And that's all fair. But how do we move forward? How can we get to the point where a contest where two incredible fighters and athletes put everything on the line and put on an awesome performance on both sides? And that's not what we're talking about. It's depressing. And it's really unfortunate. So I'm not going to pretend like I have all the answers, but I, I think I have some. First and foremost... Um, UFC shouldn't go back to Texas. Not not until they can prove that they will assign judges who are in line with what the standards were. And they shouldn't go to states that are using the old criteria, okay? Texas is using the old unified rules, not the new unified rules, which makes a difference. Uh, Fighters shouldn't have to dictate the course of their game plans and how they approach fights based on different rule sets in different regions. That was the whole point of the unified rules to begin with. It was enough that we had different parts of the world judging, scoring, implementing mixed martial arts in different ways. Like, it's one thing for Japan to do their thing, right? Okay. There's no one who says that this form of MMA has to be the MMA that's everywhere. But the idea of unified rules was supposed to galvanize what was going on in North America and especially the U.S., do you remember like do you remember when all this happened like 2003 is when the first unified set of rules came out, right? Really no different than the rules that were passed in 2000 that had been implemented uh, actually before Zufa came along. It was the same set that came as Zufa was getting their footing in this sport. And then, you know, they they came together with certain regulators and said, "Oh, these are the unified rules and we're going to kind of all follow it," right? Now, over the time, over over, you know, experience Overseeing what worked and what didn't work and, and changing this and changing that. And, you know, you, you want to get to a better place. You want to get to a better place. And I, I just don't feel for all the effort, 
all the effort that smart people have put in over the years to make the judging of mixed martial arts uniform, sensible, workable, and fair. Most important, fair to the fighters. Uh, We are not. We have backtracked. So the UFC can make a decision right now. We are not going to go promote in places that use the old unified rule set. The criteria is different. The expectations on fighters is different. And it's not as good. It, it, it doesn't make as much sense as the new rule set that has been implemented in certain locations around the world and that the UFC uses when they travel internationally. Why are they going to UFC is going to use this when they're traveling internationally, but they're not in Texas? Okay? So stop promoting in places that don't follow these guidelines. Secondly, the regulators need to come together and say, we are going to have a national accreditation process for mixed martial arts judges. It should be worked through the Association of Boxing Commissions, which has taken on mixed martial arts in the oversight of what it does. This shouldn't be difficult. There needs to be accountability for judges. They should be graded constantly. You fall below a certain mark, you're on the wrong side of too many split decisions, You don't get assignments. This is not difficult. It's just about accountability. And the status quo among regulators forever has been a lack of accountability, even though that's their mandate, even though that's what they do, in and amongst themselves, a lack of accountability. That's why the status quo is what it is. Okay? Let's move forward from that. There are good, smart people who want to regulate this sport in the right way. Let them come together and let the sport use a system under which the judging is the same from one place to another, that the criteria is the same from one place to another, that the ability for a person to be assigned a judging role in a major championship fight is qualified to do it, not just because they're licensed by a state that says they can do it. That's not enough. It's really not enough. We've seen this over and over and over again. Uh, Can you tell that I'm sick of it? It's really unfortunate that we are not talking about Dominic Reyes and John Jones and understanding competitively what a wonderful 25 minutes that was. And why are we not doing that? Because we were robbed of it by the state regulator who, like any good referee, like any good judge, like any good arbitrator is supposed to basically be invisible here. The only time you notice them is when they screw up and and boy, they screw up. Human beings screw up. No one's infallible. I'm not saying that no one's ever going to screw up. This is subjective. Even with everyone understanding the criteria and everyone having high grades and high marks in terms of what they see. They're going to see it different. It's subjective. The art part of mixed martial arts matters here. Art is subjective. Now, we don't think of it that way sometimes, but it really is. You know, one judge grew up in striking arts. Is there like inherent bias there? One judge grappled. A UFC fighter who wants to become a judge, huge grappling most of their career, right? Are they, are they going to, is there going to be inherent bias in the way that they score a fight? There's always those risks. 
These are people judging people. And so in addition to the idea that the people who are sitting cage side and judging these contests should be accredited and not just like they got a license from a state, like there should be a national process in place, seamless, coherent, uniform, right? There really should. You already have the you already have the bodies to implement this thing. The ABC is perfectly positioned to do this. You have to have the states being willing to say, "We are going to work with this process." Some states don't want to work with the ABC. In in, in this way, that's unfortunate, and really unnecessary, and and time to move on from sort of that antiquated way of thinking because there is too much at stake. You remember why people were so down on boxing? Like the discussion around boxing and all the years we've heard, oh, boxing's dying, boxing's not this, boxing's suffering, boxing's, you know, no, no one cares about boxing anymore. You remember what the genesis of most of that was? It was the judging. It was the fact that people felt like they were sitting there spending 50, 60, 70 dollars on a fight, invested for 12 rounds of a championship fight, and that the other guy who shouldn't have won, won. And the, the stain from that lingers and it sits with people and it sours them and it makes them not want to participate anymore. This is real. This is a real issue that has long-term effects on everybody in this sport. The near term is that the fighter who shoot a one didn't and they didn't get paid what they deserved and then they don't get to like take the next step in their careers, right? I mean, that's obvious and, un- and sad. I mean, it, it, this is... It, it, it is really, really past the point of doing something in a coherent way. And I'm imploring smart people in the combat sports space, regulators, commission executives, anybody who has a say in what it looks like in terms of the regulations of mixed martial arts, the licensing of judging and officiating in mixed martial arts, come together. Come together. Figure this out. And if you're a promoter and you know a state has a history of really shitty judging and turning up bad scores in big moments, do not go there. Suffocate that state. Do not give them the financial benefit of their mediocrity. Don't do it. The UFC should not go back to Texas for a long time. Bellator should not go to Texas. LFA should not go to Texas. Texas is not alone here. I'm not I'm not trying to just hammer Texas, but they're pretty bad. And they've been consistently pretty bad. And it doesn't matter even if they get it right 80% of the time, 90% of the time. They get it wrong in really big moments. And and, and some people suffer for it. I'll I'll never forget writing about Sammy Vasquez. If you don't know who Sammy Vasquez is, one of the first fighters, I think maybe the first fighter to die under regulation in the United States. It was in Texas. I was, I was at SureDog.com at this time. The story's still online. You can go check it out. Sad story. The fight was in Houston. These things happen. But the idea is, is making them so rare is to be shocking. Right? The judging mishaps are not rare enough. They are not shocking enough. I was freaking numb to them on Saturday night. I really was. 
which is a failing on my part, and it's something that I've thought about, believe me. But how embarrassing is it that we're not talking about John Jones and Dominic Reyes and what a brilliant fight that was and that there's not steam still coming off of that fight for us to like be energized by and be propelled by. No, we move on. We talk about the garbage. And, and then we lose sight of really what matters. And that's unfortunate. And that hurts the sport. And it doesn't have to be that way. It, it honestly doesn't have to be that way. Um, I guess one thing I would ask of you, if you care enough, if you care enough, and if you're listening to this, man, I hope you do. Reach out to the state regulator where you live. Inquire as a citizen. These are usually bodies that have public hearings. There are public comments. Hammer them. Let them know that as a consumer of this sport that brings in revenue to their state, to their commission, that the actions that they've undertaken in terms of this particular issue are not only insufficient, they're damaging. Go to your state athletic commission hearing. Maybe you're listening to that and that sounds crazy. It's not crazy. Go online. Go to whatever state athletic commission website that you live in. Go check out their calendar. They have public hearings. Let them hear from you. Do you want to be doing this on Saturday nights? Do you want to jump on Twitter and talk about how crap the judges were as opposed to how great that fight was? I don't, I don't think you do. Man, I don't think you do. I know I don't. I know I hate using this space for that. I've been talking about this for 15 minutes now. This is an issue that I feel very close to. I've covered regulators since the very inception of my days as an MMA journalist. Basically, it's how I got my start in California. I was there as they were making rules and, and agreeing to say, hey, you know what? We actually have to regulate this sport. What does that look like? How should that be? I was there for that process. And so I feel it in my bones. That was almost 20 years ago when California did that. Actually, it was 20 years ago, a little bit more. And yet here we are. <laughs> here we are. You can, you can see a fight differently than another person. You can be educated on what a fight looks like. It, it, we're not. It, this is not a artificial intelligence matter. This is not something where you're just going to be able to look at stats and say this person won and this person didn't. It's not easy, but it doesn't make it impossible, and it doesn't mean the conditions are ripe for continued mediocrity. Honestly. I scored the fight 48-47 for Dominic Reyes. If you had the fight 48-47 for John Jones, that's fine. We're going to disagree on that scorecard. But I don't think you're crazy. I don't think John Jones won three rounds of that fight. I didn't give him the first, the second, or the third rounds. I did not. If you saw something else, maybe in the third round that made you feel that way, maybe in the second round that made you feel that way, okay. This, you know, Arguments like that, are not debilitating. But when you come with a score of four rounds to not, four rounds to one for John Jones, man, you got a lot to answer for. 
You really, really do. And that score, I think, is the thing that laid the foundation for this entire discussion. If it was three judges who had it 48-47 for John Jones, I think people would have been bothered. I think people would have looked at it and said, oh, man, you know what? I had it the other way. But I don't think there would have been this outcry. I really don't. And so that laid the conditions for this conversation. It absolutely did. Absolutely did. Um, go hammer those regulators, please. If you're not going to be there in person, we all have lives. We all have things to do. These things take place in the middle of the day. Uh, you got work. I get it. Send an email. You can get contact information for every single state athletic commission in the country. Go to the Association of Boxing's Association of Boxing uh, webpage. It's abcboxing.com. There is contact information for every single regulator in the U.S. and Canada. You live probably somewhere within the confines of where these people work. Let them hear from you. As consumers of this sport, let them hear from you. That stuff matters. That advocacy matters. It really does. And these commissions, more than anything, are going to respond to public pressure. And I would just love... I would just love the minds that really care about this thing. There are some regulators who don't give a shit, quite honestly. They are happy collecting their fees. They are happily skirting by. No problem. That's what they do. Unfortunate, but that's the reality. Hammer the people who care. Make them feel incentivized to do something, to put their time and energy into fixing this. And then it'll get fixed. Otherwise, we can sit here and complain and whine about the judging forever and nothing's going to shift. Nothing's going to get better. And I hate the idea of that. It's already been way too long to deal with this nonsense. Oh, man. So 48-47, Dominic Reyes. I I thought the challenger's aggression and I thought his offensive output and I thought his plain disregard and disrespect for John Jones as a great fighter was the difference Dominic Reyes went into that 25 minute fight to win and he did everything that he could to win and that is what I saw that is what I saw from a challenger who is much less experienced than the champion who really isn't any more athletic than John Jones but man he's athletic Dominic Reyes put on a hell of a fight. And his attitude afterwards, I thought, was extremely telling about what kind of competitor he is and what kind of future challenger he's going to be for that light heavyweight belt. We've not heard the last of Dominic Reyes. Absolutely have not heard the last of Dominic Reyes. This week on The Athletic, Sean Alshadi and I had a bit of a debate. We call it the split decision. A lot of people are in Sean's camp, and I understand it, right? You want to rerun this fight. You want it back right now. I mean, God, your eyes, your lying eyes, right? You saw the fight. You saw John Jones, and you think you saw him lose. That You think you saw John Jones lose. That That's huge headline material, right? And yet, and that's, that's not the way it went down, right? It's, it's understandable why people would want this fight right away. Do it again. No, 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 no. Do it again. In a place that's not with crap judges. Do it again. I think it's a mistake. 
I think it's a mistake to rerun this fight right now. Because if you're saying this with the idea that Dominic Reyes got hosed, you want to throw him back in there with John Jones again right away? Or do you want to give him a chance to breathe, to take in all the lessons that he learned over that fight? And man, he learned so many lessons in that fight. Dominic Reyes should come out of that contest a much better mixed martial artist. But you need a little time to let it sink in. Just a little bit of time to let it sink in. I I, want to see Dominic Reyes get that rematch with John Jones as much as anyone else. Okay? I don't think it should happen next. And if it does, it does. Fine. He can still win that fight. I think his chances are diminished if it happens right away. In part because John Jones is an absolute killer in rematches. Let's not forget, he was not the only one. Dominic Reyes was not the only one who learned anything in that fight. John Jones learned a hell of a lot about Dominic Reyes. All that stuff is being inputted and processed. And if they went and fought again, I don't think that Reyes closes the gap enough, especially because Jones processes the information he has and really puts a number on Reyes. And that's not, and you hear that and you're like, well, then Dominic Reyes isn't good enough. Mm, I don't think that's it. I think John Jones is a brilliant fighter. And when you give brilliant fighters who are literally in the prime of their physical career a chance to upload that kind of information against an opponent, process it, rework it, and fight the person again without having them really readjust much or having the ability to do so, or at least maximize the potential for learning as much as they could from that performance, yeah, John, John Jones gets an edge here. So if, you, if you're wanting Dominic Reyes to fight John Jones again, but you want it to happen now, you're actually setting up a scenario where John Jones is the, is the beneficiary of that. I believe. I really believe that. Give Dominic Reyes a chance to breathe this in. If he is that guy, if he is that good, I think he is. And if he is that good, he will figure out a way how to improve and not lose and get another shot at Jones, okay? And then then again, that comes down to the UFC and what's going on with John Jones. And crazier things have happened in mixed martial arts where he may not get that shot. And that's life, especially life in the UFC. But I don't know that. I don't know that if he doesn't fight John Jones again, that that's necessarily killer for Dominic Reyes. A lot of people are going to feel like he already beat the man, right? So I think over the long term of Dominic Reyes' career, an immediate rematch is not beneficial, is not helpful to him. I don't think it should happen. Um, I, I want to note here about Jones, okay? Uh, Jones was excellent in that fight. Dominic Reyes didn't beat an off John Jones. This wasn't John Jones who didn't prepare. This wasn't John Jones who showed up on a bender, not really caring about what he was doing. This was John Jones about as good as he could be. I really believe that. And that more than anything stresses to me that Dominic Reyes is the real deal and that the outcome of that fight feels like it didn't go the way it should have, but that's but the, everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right for Dominic Reyes. Dominic Reyes went after Jones in such a way 
is to bring out the best of John Jones. And you got to thank Dominic Reyes for that. You got to thank these opponents who can come out and make Jones rise to another level. Do I think it was enough to beat Reyes? No, I don't. Does it sound contradictory? I don't think so. Because Jones showed flashes of absolute brilliance in that fight. I went so far as to compare him defensively to Sweet P. Whitaker on Twitter, and people took me to task, and I get it. It's almost sacrilegious, right? But you got to understand in the frame of what I'm saying. John Jones showed an evasion and defensive ability in that fight that we do not see from virtually any mixed martial artists. I don't think he ran in that fight. I thought he moved incredibly well. I think he saw what was coming and evaded. And in that way, it was like a sweet pea-like ability, okay? And if you're sitting here and you're listening to this and you're smashing your head against the table that I would make that comparison, fine. I'm going to apologize in advance for making you feel that way. But I think there's some merit to it, okay? I really do. I think you don't score defense in a fight. Okay, You just don't. But you can appreciate it, and I love defense. I've always been a defense person. Played played defense in sports, soccer. I was a defender. I love defense. You know, I do. I think great champions win on defense in in large part. You can't just get away with being an offensive force. It's not enough. And Jones showed his brilliance by the way that he could defend. He got hit. He got hit. He definitely got hit. But he showed a, uh, he showed a composure under. A hellacious attack. And I, I thought that was that was really brilliant. I thought that was really brilliant. So commend uh John Jones for that performance. Um I, I think I think the fact that he took this fight now was so telling. I said this last week. Um of course he took the fight now. It was a smart thing to do. Why would you want to give Dominic Reyes another two or three fights to really lock it in? Of course you fight the guy now. It was like what Floyd Mayweather did with Canelo Alvarez, right? And so I don't know if Jones is sitting there feeling like, oh, I'm, I'm super excited to fight Dominic Reyes again. But there's a piece of him that might be. And that's, that's the competitive like sort of zenith of Jones. That is, that is where Jones becomes great among the greats if he takes on challenges like that and feels like the best is brought out in him by these moments. And, and that's, that's a lot of what I saw. That's a lot of what I saw over their fight. I love that fight. Um, look, the rest of the card, I think, uh, was marred by those Texas judges. Some good bouts, some some really walkover bouts. I don't think anybody was feeling like uh, Valentina Shevchenko was going to have one bit of trouble against Caitlin Chukagian. Um, but there were some other highlights on the card. It was a nice night of fights. Uh, but again, marred by this crap. Marred by the crap. And that's that's such a sad thing. Such an unfortunate thing. Um, and here I am on a, on a Thursday talking about it, you know, late in, in the week and there's a UFC coming up in, in New Mexico and, and some really great names on that car and, and things we can be talking about, but instead we're talking about this nonsense, but it has to be talked about again, abcboxing.com. Go, go find the contact information for your local regulator. The executive director, the executive officer of all those athletic commissions, their contact information is right there. Send them an email. Be polite. But let them know. Let them know that they need to do better. And by not doing better, they are risking alienating the consumer of the product that they're supposed to oversee. That's as real as it gets. I'm asking you to do that. Okay? Um... 
man, not, uh, I wish we could talk about more fun things sometimes. I wish I really wish we do. Uh, but that's it. All right. That's it for this week. Look, I thank you for listening to my rant. Uh, obviously something I feel passionate about and I, I feel beyond my passion. It's extremely important that mixed martial arts gets this right. And to the regulators who are charged with overseeing this, there's millions of dollars at stake and people's livelihood at stake. This is real. This is important. And they are not above getting this right. It is not too difficult to get right. It actually just seems a little pragmatism will go a long way. Working together will go a long way. And holding your judges accountable will go a long way. Thanks for listening. As always, I am Josh Gross. You've been listening to Gross Point Blank.